Section 30 of Great Epochs in American History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Great Epochs in American History, Volume 1, Voyages of Discovery and Early Explorations, 1000 A.D. to 1682, by Francis Whiting Halsey. Section 30. Discovery of Niagara Falls, 1678, by Father Louis Hennepin. Betwixt the Lake Ontario and Erie, there is a vast and prodigious cadence of water, which falls down after a surprising and astonishing manner insomuch that the universe does not afford its parallel. Tis true, Italy and Sueda land boast of some such things, but we may well say they are but sorry patterns, when compared to this of which we now speak. At the foot of this horrible precipice we meet with the river Niagara, which is not above half a quarter of a league broad, but is wonderfully deep in some places. It is so rapid above this descent that it violently hurries down the wild beasts while endeavoring to pass it to feed on the other side, they not being able to withstand the force of its current, which inevitably casts them down headlong above six hundred foot. This wonderful downfall is compounded of two great cross streams of water, and two falls, with an isle sloping along the middle of it. The waters which fall from this vast height do foam and boil after the most hideous manner imaginable making an outrageous noise, more terrible than that of thunder, for when the wind blows from off the south, their dismal roaring may be heard above fifteen leagues off. The river Niagara, having thrown itself down this incredible precipice, continues its impetuous course for two leagues together, to the great rock above mentioned, with an inexpressible rapidity. But having passed that, its impetuosity relents, gliding along more gently for two leagues, till it arrives at the Lake Ontario, or Frontenac. Any bark or greater vessel may pass from the fort to the foot of this huge rock above mentioned. This rock lies to the westward, and is cut off from the land by the river Niagara, about two leagues farther down than the Great Fall, for which two leagues the people are obliged to carry their goods over land. But the way is very good, and the trees are but few, and they chiefly firs and oaks. From the great fall unto this rock, which is to the west of the river, the two brinks of it are so prodigious high that it would make one tremble to look steadily upon the water, rolling along with a rapidity not to be imagined. Were it not for this vast cataract, which interrupts navigation, they might sail with barks or greater vessels, above four hundred and fifty leagues further, cross the Lake of Hurons, and up to the farther end of the Lake Illinois, Michigan which two lakes we may well say are little seas of fresh water. End of section 30